what the doctors say. There are a couple of good medical definitions of CP that give us a good basis to start with. A group of neurological disorders characterized by paralysis resulting from abnormal development of, or damage to the brain either before birth or during the first years of life. Britannica.com slash science slash cerebral palsy. A disorder of movement, muscle tone or posture that is caused by damage that occurs to the immature, developing brain, most often before birth. MayoClinic.org slash diseases conditions slash cerebral palsy slash symptoms causes slash SIG 20353999. These are both basic definitions, if you are interested in doing a deep dive into the medical aspect of CP the links above lead to full articles with some really good information. Let's break it down a bit. That first definition is good in a broad sense because CP isn't just one thing. There are different types and each type has different severity. I always explain it as, there are people who walk with a limp when they get tired, people who use things like crutches and walkers to assist them, people who are wheelchair-bound, people who are nonverbal, people who are prone to seizures, and just about anything in between. What is CP for me? The second definition is a bit narrower and fits in a little better in tow how the majority of people I have experienced, including myself area affected. I was born with CP, we never found out what caused it formed specifically, and I wasn't immediately diagnosed. I can't remember a time when we didn't know, and it is all I have ever known. I'm no cognitively delayed in any way, I went to public school in regular classes K-12. I attended college and hold a bachelor's degree. I have spastic CP, which affects my muscles, range of motion, gait, and some dexterity. I participated in physical therapy until I was 13 and my insurance decided that was enough, and good luck with the rest of my life. Use a mix of forearm crutches, a walker, a manual wheelchair, and an electric scooter to get around. My insurance covers a pair of crutches every so often, but it is up to me to supplement the rest. I have been incredibly fortunate to have inherited both wheelchairs from close family friends after their passing, and my grandma bought me walker for me off Amazon. No, the irony that my grandma bought me a walker is not lost on me. For the most part, I live my life just like anyone else. I have pain, I deal with it. I shower myself, run errands, cook, go to concerts, theme parks, and all that jazz. How has CP affected my pregnancy? In first trimester I honestly didn't notice any symptoms that were being worsened due to CP. Don't get me wrong, I had a lot of classic pregnancy woes, mostly the freaking nausea from hell, but nothing extra. As I am writing this I am 21 weeks pregnant, and well into my second trimester, oh man, things have shifted. Literally and figuratively, my baby bump ballooned in what feels like overnight, I actually felt my uterus shift forward, and now my center of gravity is forward and to the left. I'm not particularly stable on my crutches anymore, so I use Ethy Walker all the time around the house. Here is a quick list of the other things I've noticed. My muscle tightness and spasms have gotten worse. Some people told me it might loosen up because of the relaxant hormone my hip flexors have started to give me trouble, they feel too tight and like they might pop out at times. I get winded walking down the hallway. I trip over nothing or sometimes my own toes and almost fall for no reason. It gets more difficult to roll over and sit up from a laying down position every single day. As I get more baby bump it is harder for me to utilize my legs for anything other than walking. Labor and Delivery CP can affect the way you give birth. It depends on a lot of factors, some of which I have talked about, and are specific to each individual.
For me, we know as it is now my muscle and hip tightness would make it very difficult to deliver the baby vaginally. As much as I would prefer a vaginal birth, it also holds the potential of putting my son's life in jeopardy, so after talking with my OB, and doing a lot of research, my husband and I decided to go with a planned C-section. I can only speak to my experience, expectation, and abilities, however, I will say this much. When figuring out what is best for you, be honest with yourself and your medical team about what is realistically possible and be honest about the things you might need help with. It is always better to be overly prepared and ready than underprepared and end up with important medical decisions taken out of your hands.